It was like handing a child who loved to read the keys to the golden gates of Oz. At that point in time, I was obsessed with Houdini and magic and read everything I could get my hands on. Mom drove us back and forth a lot to the library, but as a former school librarian herself, she didn't mind at all. One time I went to the checkout desk with my books and made a comment about the saint was on tomorrow night and I couldn't wait. The librarian peered at me over her glasses, glanced at my mother and said, There are books, you know. Yes, ma'am, I replied. We were in a library, of course there were books. We were raised to be polite, so I said nothing about stating the obvious to this woman who was so old she obviously was a little off. In retrospect, she was probably forty-ish. No real excuse, but that is old to a nine-year-old. She had to be at least as old as my mother, for heaven's sake. You misunderstand, she said, with the patience of a woman who dedicated her life to indulging children. There are books about that show you were talking about. The Saint. There were what? She looked at my mother, who smiled, shrugged, and nodded simultaneously in that way mothers do. The librarian came from behind the desk, took my hand, and led me into the fiction area. It took her a moment or two, then she pointed. Right here, young man. I looked to where she was pointing. An entire shelf, book after book after book, all by a fellow named Leslie Charteris. I reached out and picked one at random, flipping through the pages. The name Simon Templer leapt out at me. Score! She walked me back to the checkout desk, and I added the book, as I remember it was Alias the Saint, and home we went. Just to show how instant my obsession became, it ended up being one of those flashlight-under-the-covers nights to finish reading it. The next day, with no shame at all, I asked if we could go back to the library. With that special wisdom mothers possess, Mom said, No, not until I'd read everything else I'd brought home. Okay, fair enough. I blitzed through the rest of the books, suddenly finding Houdini and his escapades to be second fiddle, and Saturday morning off we went again. I came home with five books, the maximum allowed per person at one time. Guess what they all were? I went like that over the entire summer. I never learned the librarian's name. She was the library lady. But she handed a child the keys to the kingdom with a random comment and a moment's kindness. Jump forward a few months and my father was transferred to Nevada. We lived in a nice neighborhood with a huge mall within walking distance. One afternoon, sent for a half gallon of milk, for the first time I noticed the spinner racks of paperback books in the grocery store. Idly spinning them round, a title jumped out and caught my eye. The Saint to the Rescue. Hey, I knew those books. Immediately, I grabbed the milk I'd been sent to bring back, paid for it, ran the eight or so blocks home, raided my bank, ran back to the store, and bought it. That was the start of a collecting obsession that didn't end until 1997 when I finally found a copy of The Saint in Pursuit for a reasonable price, and that completed the entire series. The original stories were different from The Saint I knew. I was stunned to learn the first novel was published in 1928. The Saint of the novels and short stories was more of a vigilante, and sometimes a brutal one. He had no qualms about offering a permanent solution to a particular villain, something that shocked me the first time I read it. He had a gang initially, a core group of like-minded individuals, Monty Hayward, Peter Quentin, the tragic hero Norman Kent, 
not to mention Patricia Holm, the perfect girlfriend. Simon could gallivant around the world, dally with other ladies, the name Avalon Dexter has always stuck with me, but he always came back to Patricia. All through junior high, high school and first years of college, I almost always had a charterist book in a notebook pocket. Thanks to bookstores over the years, the entire series sits in a special bookcase. Thanks to a friend in a writer's group who was downsizing her home, the fiction publishing set sits on top of that bookcase. The September 7, published to coincide with Return of the Saint, are there too. And now, thanks to the advent of DVDs, the vagaries and whims of syndication programmers no longer hold sway. Someone who knows me better than I know myself made the comment she can always tell when I am dealing with an ugly professional matter. The saint runs on the home theatre almost 24-7. I carefully considered the comment.